everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bullocker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Jenny Nab. And we have a guest today because we're on location again. We were here two weeks ago at the uh, Club Tap Room here in Fort Morgan, Colorado. Old school, man. Too, yeah, very old school. This is an old stomping ground. This is, uh, I've had some memories that I, some I remember, some I don't remember so much in this damn, damn bar. <laughs> but uh, we have the owner with us today, Mr. Ryan Stroh. Nice to be here. Yeah, thanks Thank for coming on, buddy. Thanks yeah. for coming. We, uh, when Rick was here, we talked a little bit about it. We'll, we'll dive into it more. This uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I told him, you'll, you've probably seen his episode by now, but uh, Sean Kelly was early in this this podcast, like episode five, six, whatever. And he was talking about his grandfather, who was in World War II, who was a veteran, who went and he fought and he'd send money back to his wife to buy a, a farm here. When he came back, there'd be a farm. Well, what she ended up doing was taking the money and buying a bar, and it was the club tap room. Oh, really? Uh, so from what Sean claims, they were the original owners. When did this open? Uh, I believe... Club Tap is one of the existing uh, longest liquor licenses in town. I know this and a North Main Liquor, I believe, or something. Really? I'm not as familiar with the history as I probably should be, but right. there has only been a handful of owners, I believe, at least right. since the town's been wet, as they call it. How far back does that liquor license go, do you know? I'm asking my mom, who was obviously predates all of us. I believe it was 60s, mid-60s yeah. is when the town went wet. Okay. So oh, I don't know. Yeah, hmm. is when they allowed full-fledged alcohol. So it was in, in a the city dry limits. town before. I believe then, so. At much. least, at least the hard stuff. You know, you could do right. three two. I think was still available. Really, was available in those earlier days. Yeah, that's crazy. Huh. So well, that's cool, man. But uh, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. Before we get started, uh, what the Bullhucker is, if you're new to the podcast, is we bring a guest on. Today we have Ryan Stroh. Ryan's going to tell us three stories about his life. Here, the kicker is only two of these stories are true. One is either made up, borrowed, or half and half. Ryan, without going into great detail, is it a made up story, a partly made up story, or a borrowed story? It's going to be a partly made up story. Okay, so half and half. Yeah. So that's going to be tough, too. Um, also, you can find all our stuff on thebullhucker.com, so please check us out there. No matter where you get your podcast, please like and subscribe. We do appreciate it. Jen will high five or hug you on the street if you tell her you've done it. I will. I mean, that's fair, or right? Or maybe more. I don't know. I'm kind of an eager girl. She's an eager girl. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's real generous. I got no shame. Maybe that's what Jen's show for is generous. <laughs> generous. <laughs> if you were a rapper, that could be your fucking name. Oh, Gen- generous. Generous. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call you from now on. So, anyway, um, please uh, subscribe to all the good stuff to the uh Blogger podcast. Is there a website to the Club Tap Room? There is not. There used to be. There's one probably still in existence. I think the email was actually I'm drunk at the Club Tap that one of our previous <laughs> nice. employees set nice. up, but we're not active on it by any means. Is anymore. there a Facebook? Facebook, we are. Yes, so absolutely. If you look at the uh, on the description of the uh, YouTube or whatever you get your podcast, we'll put a link for the uh, Facebook for the Club right Tap on. Room there, and Thank for picking up barbecue. Yes, as well. Is yeah. there a, Facebook as well? Okay. Again, I'm not as active on there as I probably should be. Okay, but, but the information how to get a hold of you. Is on there, yes, okay. absolutely. So yeah. we'll have all those links so you can go check it out if you need a good catering service. So how, you've done that for how long? That's been about 13 years now, I guess it's been. Really? 2008 or nine. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's be about right. It's so, going strong, and the food's great. Thank food you. It's good. Thank yeah, you. we used to, they used to book you at DFA when I worked in the plant. Yes. Yeah. And you'd spend all day out there because you'd have to hit both shifts. Yeah, we would do the yeah. day and night. Yeah. yeah, everybody really enjoyed it. Yeah, I have a question because I was actually online last night looking to see if you had a website to see if you guys serve any other food besides your Thursday night prime rib. As far as the club, we have the Thursday night prime ribs. If I have any leftover, I do sandwiches on Fridays for lunch that I shave down in a variety of sandwiches. 
Um, and then we do spaghetti on Monday nights regularly. Oh, okay. We have a APA pool league here that's on Monday nights and, and we'll throw some different things in, you know, just depends on what barbecue events we have going on. But uh, set-wise, it's Monday night. Spaghetti and, Mondays, uh, prime rib Prime Thursdays. rib on Thursdays, yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Sandwiches the next day. On the next day, yeah, if I have any leftover. Right, yeah. They used to do the Eggly Barn Grill when I go to Ray to deliver for Budweiser, Joel Coleman. What's up, Joel? Oh, yeah. Uh, they do the same thing. They make sandwiches the next day, but those sandwiches are the hot item in town. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, all those farmers would show up. So, Joel, we'd always trade a beer for lunch. Yeah. Christine usually will text, yeah. mass text out, you know, either Thursday night later if we know if we're having sandwiches or Friday, and they're usually sold out before we get here, you know, oh, yeah. to get set up to do them. So. Joel would threaten the twins. There's two old ladies that are twins out there. They ran the bar back in the day that, that Joel would tell them, like, make sure you send me a sandwich, you know what I mean? So they would have to because Joel would, and they were all redneck. These these old women were like redneck, like crazy redneck. You know what I mean? So they loved Joel. They yeah, just thought yeah. he was, you know, because they smell their own, I guess. But the coolest. Smell their own. <laughs> dude, they're the coolest twins ever. Hey, uh, quick story about Marlene and Darlene. What's up, Marlene and Darlene? Um, Marlene or Darlene. Is this a lesbian couple? By no, they're, they're twins. I just, oh, okay. They're, I, was just they're I had to no. know just because what a great. No. <laughs> We just we met through the grace of God, yeah. Marlene and Darlene. Hey, hey, hey! We got our Subarus. We used to uh, <laughs> we used to give them uh, a case of Budweiser, not Bud Light. Darlene would drink Budweiser heavy because she didn't puss. And uh, so one day she tells me, "Hey, Larry, um, the Budweiser Event Center. Can you get tickets to something like that?" I go, "Yeah, probably." You know, she goes, "Well, I want to go watch wrestling with my granddaughter." You know, because they have the WWF. Or I said, "I'll see what I can do." Did and she I, say wrestling? Oh, sure, yes, wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. I can tell you all the racist stuff. I think they thought I was Italian, and I never stopped them from believing that because they say some pretty horrible shit to people, man. But I loved them. They were so great. Anyway, two hateful little shits. Anyway, uh, so I caught my boss, and I get her sweet tickets. Two tickets to the Budweiser Suite for her right. and her granddaughter, right? And uh, I tell her, and she's like, oh, that's great, because their whole family's going. They got tickets. But she goes, I'm going to take the granddaughter, and we'll sit in the suite because it's her birthday. I said, that'd be cool. I said, I don't know why I told her this. I said, Darlene, don't forget everything that, that uh, sweet is paid for, man. So drink all the beer you want, man. Eat all the hot dogs, hamburgers, whatever. Who gives a shit? And she did. It got so bad. <laughs> they had to make a rule because she got shit-faced. <laughs> the granddaughter's like 10, right? So they had to stop her. They had to prove that her son had to come up and say, no, I'm driving. She's yeah. not She's not taking the kid anywhere, you know. <laughs> They, it was then a rule that you had to be there. If you got tickets for somebody, you had to take them oh, yeah. to be responsible for them. You got to play clean up. She got <laughs> fucked up at this thing, man. So you're the reason for the babysitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, Thanks, Larry. Yeah, but they were almost, they were borderline mad, but borderline impressed at how much she could drink. Oh, nice. she, was, she was probably Christine size, your wife's size. I mean, yeah. maybe a little shorter. She was a little thing, man, but dude, she could pound the beer, but she got all drunk and screaming shit at the wrestlers. And stuff. Do you have fun, darling? She goes, I had a great time. I said, that's good because you're probably not going back. <laughs> you're not going back. Just so you know, you're on a weird list with the Budweiser. Oh, weird list, and I'm yeah. never going with you, so. <laughs> but that, uh, but anyway, they used to do the uh, the prime sandwiches. It was a hot ticket item, so definitely come check that out. All the Facebook stuff will be at a link, so. Check out their Facebook and uh, come check it out. If you need a good caterer, you cater for everything, right? Everything. Weddings, funerals. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. You yeah. know, birthdays. Just yeah. get togethers. Reunions. Yeah. Because uh, we talked with Rick and he said you're the cook of the family. So. Yeah. 
yeah i enjoy it i've been lucky man i love what i do and yeah. i still do so i've been very lucky in that sense do you miss the actual restaurant i do i miss yeah. those days definitely yeah. yeah i grew up there it was our home away from home most definitely right but i've been privileged in the sense i still get to run my own businesses you know right and they're a lot of work but sure i've got my right hand my wife and rick's obviously a huge part of it too well, both. your father so. left behind a beautiful legacy that thank you, you guys have managed to keep up all these thank years you. which i think is great well thank you you know it doesn't happen yeah. very often he was a great guy by the way well, thank you and yeah. yeah you guys have kept it up and kept it going and kept the stro name behind it well, i appreciate that and in a small town that's what matters to me hey, well you know? thank you and my mom's a huge part of it as well you know my mom actually worked at the chicken inn before my dad bought it Interesting. Yeah, she worked for Is that where they met? Yes, I believe Fascinating. so. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Can you do the uh, chicken in the uh, song? Hey, don't chicken out, chicken in. That one? I've got, <laughs> it, I've got it on tape, man. Do you Actually, really? yeah. Although yeah. I want on that a copy of that. Tape. Okay. Oh, okay. I was yeah, trying I'll to sing it earlier. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking of implementing it into new... Uh, Bob Stock ad or uh, Bob FM. See if I can with an ad somehow play it in with the, the they, club or something. Rick thinks they might have that on because they said that it was played every morning on the radio. Every morning. You could hear it every morning on KFDM. And it must have been right around the time of Swap Shop. Otherwise, yes. I would not yeah. have it in my head still. So on the way to school. That's when you'd hear swap it. Shop. You know? I guess I never yeah. heard it. Like when you said it, maybe it. Maybe once I hear it, I'll, it'll, it'll click. Well, and yeah, and it, it was very long. I mean, I remember it being a whole thing. There's always something cooking at Stroh's Chicken yeah. Inn. My dad used to brag <laughs> about it, that he had these singers down in Nashville or whatever, wherever the KFDM would have sent it off to have it sang or sung for the advertisement. But <laughs> That's cool, I've still though. got a copy. Yeah, very cool. nice. I'll have to bring it down. And I got to tell you, though, Rick uh, already told us he doesn't do shit around here. It's all you. So he gave you all the credit, just so you <laughs> he, know. He's the phone guy. Rick's the salesman, you know, so and he's, he's the one that does all the bookings and the invoicing and whatnat as far as the catering side goes. He'll still partake, and he's just as much a part of this place. Yeah, he doesn't claim it. He says you know. he just shows up, eats, drinks, yeah. and leaves. And <laughs> he's got a long history he's a here. very so. silent partner. That's what yeah. he said. He yeah. says he's barely here. He yeah. just shows up to eat something and drink, and then he leaves the rest of you. So there you go. Your brother gives yeah. you gives you all the props in the More, world. Most so. props to him as well. Yeah. And yeah. my better half. And he actually beat us both, so, you know, up Rick's ass. Just yeah, so we're right. Just That's so we're right. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he did a good job. He... Uh, it was crazy because the story that was the bullhugger is the one we both bid on. I mean, I, we I thought yeah, that was true. We absolutely both, true. Because I said, which one do you think is true? And you said which one it was. And I was like, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And then, yeah, I was, when he flipped that damn thing over, I was like, get out of here. Stroh's a liar. Rick Stroh's a good liar. Well, so it does <laughs> he make is a, a car huge salesman. difference. Yeah, that's true. A <laughs> used car salesman. <laughs> I forgot about that. It does make no. a huge difference if it's a half-fabricated story because right. just interchanging a name <coughs> right. can throw us off completely. It was me instead right. of somebody else. He is a car salesman. I bought today. my pickup kind of from Rick. He wasn't a salesman. Yeah. He was the the uh, finance guy over here right. at uh, Transmission. Which is what he does. Yeah. And I and I sat down and said, I want you to sell me the car. He's like, I'm not a salesman. I was like, well, I trust you. So <laughs> you sell me the car. And he's like, I'll find you somebody. I'm like, does yeah. he still sell cars? He is the finance manager, I believe, over here at McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I didn't know. I knew he had used to, but I don't yeah. keep up as much. Old slick Rick. So, all right. Well, Ryan, are you ready to tell some stories? My I am. All right. Jen, you want to read them off? Yes, I do. Okay, so the first one is putting the high back in high school, <laughs> which is great. Granny's got the goods on Pam and Tommy. <laughs> and peeping Tomas. Tomas? Tomas. <laughs> okay. Well, you picked first last time, so I, am I going to pick first this time? Go for it. You okay. pick. Okay. All right. 
I always take the one I want to hear the most, and I, I stay away from it because I always want to hear it last. So um, I'm going to pick uh, Granny's Got the Goods on Pam and Tommy. Granny's Got the Goods on Pam and Tommy. So this has to be 1996, seven. I had moved back to Fort Morgan here. Uh, from where? From Seattle. I moved to Seattle oh, wow. briefly, just south of Seattle. Back, wow. uh, I left school here and went to uh, Fort Collins. Hmm. Lived in Fort Collins for, I guess, a couple years. And then uh, I was working at Outback Steakhouse in, uh, in Fort Collins. And we all had this whim to move to Seattle, me and now my brother-in-law and another couple guys that we lived with in Fort Collins and we decided to move to Seattle hang out at Kurt Cobain's house you know really? whatever we were into the grunge scene and everything else and having a good time young dumb you know how it is right and uh, you were the first person to guess when I posted a picture of Kurt Cobain's house I put it I've online stood right there and taken that same picture and Ryan within two <laughs> minutes is like you're at Kurt Cobain's house <laughs> totally <laughs> really yeah, yeah. all right but I transferred with the Outback Steakhouse up there, found a place in Federal Way, Washington, just about 10 miles outside of where we were living. And uh, then we moved back here in early 96, or late in 96, I guess it would have been. So this would have been about 97. I had moved back to town, went back to the restaurant, had a job always. You know, I always knew I would come back to town and always right. had the idea of taking over the family business. And... Uh, I was living in an apartment that Rick had owned at the time. My brother Rick owned quite a few apartment rentals around town at that mm -hmm. time. And uh, I was living in the basement unit. And my grandmother, Stro, my father's mom, lived in a little house over on Euclid. And she was up there in age. And had, uh, I guess the family had decided, or my dad and whoever had decided, that she needed to be moved over to Valley View, I think, is the old folks' home she moved to. So since my dad owned her house my grandmother's house and uh working at the restaurant which is just two blocks away a block away from that house i decided to move into my grandmother's house when she moved to valley view and in the process of putting in change of address forms um my grandma had to fill one out or my dad did on her behalf to have her mail forwarded to valley view right i'm single bachelor life you know Y'all get the Adam and Eve magazines. Right. Pam and Tommy had just come out. The tape. The tape. <laughs> so I ordered that amongst whatever other videos and whatnot. Never showed up. Never showed up. Never showed up. Oh, no. <laughs> so the post office had forwarded <laughs> oh, no. my, my box of <laughs> Adam and Eve videos oh, no. to Valley View. To your grandmother. <laughs> and Valley View, they used to, as she was a new resident or whatever they're considered, you know. She right. was still grandma. She was still with it and whatnot. Well, they used to allow a, uh, I guess, the residents there or whatnot to either have a communal little seating of a viewing of a video or of a movie that whoever would bring in or they would play for the residents. Now, it stands to reason, are you allowed to watch porn in the privacy of your own resident? Uh, I guess. Elderly you know, resident I don't know. <clears throat> and at full volume. Yeah, right. Let, let's hear how this finishes so, out. It might, it might surprise us, but I don't think so. Apparently, yeah, my grandma picked... She had no clue. I don't know. She was probably 85, 87, whatever she was at the time. Well, she had picked one of those videos to put in for the viewing hour of the residents there at oh, Valley View. No. I was not present, thank God. 
but uh, <laughs> who knows what it was like at the old folks' home that night. You, you know, know what? I bet they finished that damn video. <laughs> I never did get it back. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, it was put in the archives for later, it's, for rental. It's been 25 years, and Ryan Stroh yeah. has yet to still watch the Pam and yeah, Tommy I'm video. still waiting. <laughs> did she ever say anything to you? You know, I don't recall, honestly. Uh, My dad, I know he's the one that brought me back the box and was like, this got forwarded to Brown's unit over there at Valley View. And she showed it to all the residents. Apparently, yeah, they had seen it. But I, like I say, I wasn't present by any stretch and don't know. When it makes you wonder if it was so anonymous that it just said Adam and Eve on the label. She she thought it was going to be some lovely biblical (laughs) Biblical story. story. She well, was very religious. Well, so. I do love Jesus, so let's watch this. And then that it was, came to, oh, God, oh, God. Pam and Tommy's kind of like the Adam and Eve video, I would right. assume, right? And Tommy's got the long hair. She's like, that must be the new Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say so because he's yeah. definitely blessed. Look at that thing. My right. God. Put it away for a bite somebody, Tommy. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's, how old were you at this time? I would have been uh, 22, 3, oh, so, going on 23. But in her eyes, still a kid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? yeah, She's like, absolutely. Ryan's into the pornography. Yeah. He's going to turn into a monster. And half the residents probably thinking, oh, my Lord. Thank, oh, my Lanta. Thank God Stroh's here. Lighten this shit up, you know. <laughs> and what was her what was her first name? Lydia. Did Lydia become like the the Valley View hussy at that point? Uh, like, no, I hey, don't Lydia. think so. No, she was. Did old Joe come by knocking at her door at night? Hey, Lydia. Uh, maybe. What's up? I like your videos, uh, Lydia. What's going Adam's on? Here. <laughs> yeah. Adam's here. Adam's yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, time to bite that apple, Lydia. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Oh my goodness, that's great. Okay, that's so horrible. right off the bat, I hope this story's true. That's the I, one. I hope sure that your grandma gets your big box of porn. Imagine the incident report that's in on file at Valley View over this. Or, or the nurse who walks in and has to do like a, do I stop them or not? Because they're all of age to watch this shit, you know? Maybe because you've heard like STDs are rampant in senior homes because, yeah, they, 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 still, they still get it on. They, they just you know, willy-nilly. And yeah. when they should be allowed to, but right, yeah. Like group porn, that. wow, They're all consenting that's, that's adults. Ballsy. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've never even done group porn in my generation. <laughs> well, you never had Ryan as a grandson. That's so, right. right. Yeah, that's, stick around. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and the kids nowadays with mm-hmm. the porn, you get it so easy. You had to actually order right. it back in the day. Yeah. You go to the store and buy it. You know, yeah. buying place. money orders. Yeah. Remember the scrambled <laughs> yes. porn where it was all messed up and you'd sit there and just hope to catch a nipple or yeah. something right. on the scrambled yeah. Yeah. porn on Skinamax or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And now they just Google in any five freaky words they can think of in their yeah. heads and bam, it's right there. Boom. And there's something custom. Custom, custom for those five uh, yeah. words, yeah. It, it's probably made our, our society get, a lot worse. Oh, yeah. really probably I call it detail freaky. Because <laughs> you can get as freaky as you want oh, yeah. with yeah. your, yeah. Every finish. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. I don't, if that's me getting old, but it's not. Right. Money shot to the ear, consequent ear infections. Boom! There's my, there's my video. 1,300 videos. I'm really into yeah. ear infections. <laughs> Caused by Splooge, I guess. Splooge. Nice word, just splooge. I was oh. trying to think of a better word. Yeah, Semen it. is so sad. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of, yeah, limp penis. Oh, Semen. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Well, that's uh, right off the bat. Like I said, I, I'm hoping that one's true. What do you think? I'm hoping that one's true too. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm uh, the visual of my an old man not seeing porn for a long time, and then deciding he's just going to whip it out and furiously masturbate in a group of people is so hard for me to. <laughs> but that's so good easily for, for me to envision. Yet yeah, so hard for that's me to the, swallow. That's the thing you have to look forward to in life is you can get away with that kind of shit when you're old because yeah. you're like, oh, did we just that not right? I'm I mean, you guys are playing yeah. this shit. I don't, you know, just whip it out on the street and go for it. Huh? Yeah. Saggy balls and all. Well, you do, you know. Saggy <laughs> balls and all. Old balls. What movie's that? Off of? Old balls. Old ball. Oh, Adam Sandler. Uh, it's definitely old. Adam Sandler. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Oh, yeah, it is Big Daddy. It's old old balls. balls. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, Jen. We got one, one, one down. Uh, okay, I, and I'm going to go with you. The last one I want to hear is the fun one. So I'm going to go with Peepin Tomas. All right. Keepin Tomas. Uh, this would be uh, preceding that. That would be, uh, I was probably 13. We went to school with a kid named Tomas. Yeah. One. I don't know about the difference is this one, but uh, yeah. I've changed the name just to keep it. Oh, you oh, okay. changed okay. the name. So, so Tomas, we're not going to be able to rip you to yeah, shreds over this, yeah. whoever you were. <laughs> So we, as, as kids, we used to run around the neighborhood. You know, we didn't have cell phones and all that stuff, obviously, mm-hmm. and we had to entertain ourselves. So we used to, uh, a variety of things, playing with fireworks, you know, BB guns, of course, slingshots, the sure. whole thing. Run the neighborhood well after dark, you know, all Poop night. Poop on fire on the doorsteps. I'm, yes, partaking in some of that sure. sort of antics. Sure. A lot like those lines we used to do and do the... And knocking, whatever they call it ding these dong days. Ditch. Yeah. Ding, ding dong ditch. Ding dong ditch. Yes. There's yes. plenty of that. Run from the so old people if they get yeah. Yeah. Well, we used to go around and, and uh, my buddy used to carry this bag, satchel, whatever. His father was in the had been in the army for years and uh, had a satchel that he shared the same name as his father. He was just a junior. So it was written on there very blatantly on this old army bag, the name of kid's father i'll say his name uh and we used to use that we'd run around town doing whatever you know dressed in black and drive driving around throwing right. knocking on doors running yeah uh, we would take sprinklers and set them up by somebody's door and one of us would sit at the faucet and ring the doorbell and then when they'd answer we'd kick on the sprinkler that's a good one you know? i've never i never thought about that one <laughs> yeah he he had this satchel and uh we would go around through their gardens and catch or steal their tomatoes or vegetables or whatever else and, and load them up. And we'd go and hide in the cemetery or in a cornfield, wherever plenty of traffic going by, we would hit the stoplights over there in front of Columbine school to stop cars. And then we would pelt these cars, <laughs> tomatoes or vegetables or whatever, just, you know, kids, harmless fun. I'd like to think, but yeah, yeah. I think back on some of it. Oh my goodness! If someone you know? hit your car with a tomato today, you'd be furious. Totally. Man. If I didn't swerve off the road and <laughs> right, wreck, right. something splatters your window, you'd be so angry. Well, this one night we're looking for a good stakeout of where to hide. You know, we've got our satchel full of tomatoes and and stuff from the nearest garden, and we, you know, it's well after dark, late, you know, later at night, eight, nine o'clock probably, and uh, we find this house. I won't say where exactly, but. Uh, there's a solo light on, and it happens to be the bathroom light. Well, you know, we're running through people's backyards, you know, climbing fences, trying to be careful. And one of us, my friend, it's actually me, my friend and his younger brother, 
his younger brother climbs up through this uh, carport area to see in the bathroom, and it's this lady in the bathtub, grooming herself, I'll say. And oh, she's shaving it down. Yeah, so he's looking. Okay, I didn't know she's grooming herself for fun or. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Coaxes she's us up there to landscaping. partake, and so we're all, you know, getting our little peeping Tomas visuals there of this poor innocent woman and the younger brother slips off this picnic table style oh, thing and, and falls into the must have been a bag a trash can full of pop cans so the most noise you could possibly make while you're trying to get away with such a thing you know little 13 and 12 year olds running around right, right. And yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> totally falls into this <laughs> pile of cans or whatever the hell it was and makes oh this tremendous gosh. ruckus. Well, of course, my the last glimpse I remember as we're all jumping off this table is to, is seeing her scurry out of the tub, you know, and right. my guess is she's obviously the one who went and dialed either 911 or the police oh, yeah. department because we hear, like, I don't know if it was a combination of maybe just... Uh, circumstance that there was other sirens going off or something in town you remember the old one that used to be up above my kfc area that they would do or when the fire yeah. department i'd maybe okay. they still use it whatever they super, broadcast it through the now yeah one. like the tornado one the tornado yes sirens, yes sure. every, every friday sirens. well we heard the sirens let me put it that way oh, and oh. as we're trying to scurry out of this place we're assuming these cops are locating to this place because this woman god knows what she said over the phone but either way they were in a hurry in our speed of getting out of there, we relocated a couple blocks away. Luckily, we got to jump on the police coming, you know, to this respond to this. But we didn't have the bag full of our tomatoes. Oh, no. Oh, shit, it got left behind. And like I said, yeah, this bag has my friend's father's name written and all the ar- way out an on oh, an oh, army, man. yes, on an army bag. Oh, no. And as the cops start pulling up or whatnot to this scene of this house or this location, I remember we were blocks away and watching through some evergreens, you know, hiding back there and thinking, oh my God, we don't have the bag. Well, the little brother did manage to somehow sneak back through, in through the backyard and retrieve this bag, luckily, because I've never been punished for anything that occurred from that. But somehow we managed to get away without that bag being left there full of our tomatoes and evidence oh, wow. and whatnot but so <laughs> that is peeping tomas so when she jumped out of the tub you guys were so scared you split you didn't stick around for the full visual of her no standing no up out of that no tub. we we knew the ruckus Whatever it was where we were at and, and knew she had heard it and right. had to get the hell out of dodge so and she might have thought it was a burglar or someone you know yeah prowler of some sort yeah, it was yeah. just juvenile prowlers i guess you'd say <laughs> harmless but they don't, do they do stuff like that? Like, you know what was big when I was in high school is you would toilet paper somebody's house. Oh, yeah. TP in houses. That, you know, that, well, I don't think that anybody can do anything anymore because everybody's so damn sensitive. You know, back in the day, look, you were saying we threw tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, anybody would have said, oh, damn kids, and drove yeah, on. Right. Today, Possibly. they'd call the police and make it like a capital crime that yeah. this happened. Uh, I was just in Denver a couple years ago, and the homeless people were down there protesting. And somebody threw a rotten, a homeless guy threw a rotten orange on my car. Yeah, yeah, and they were they were throwing eggs and oranges, and I was stuck in the thick of it all. And yeah, I didn't get offended. You I, just turned on the wipers. Yeah, yeah. I just turned went on, on the wipers uh, and went on. Damn yeah, Denver! I yeah. think that today people would 
absolutely make it a, just this huge deal, which is pathetic. Maybe. Right. The Gen Xers, like our generation, or no? I, no, our generation just be like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, I don't know. We're doing I that shit, know. you know? Kids. Yeah. I'd still go out ding-dong ditching if there weren't so many ring doorbells. Well, you, yeah, I was going to say, you would yeah. think cameras would deter a lot of, like, if no, there was cameras busted. back in the day, I would have been right. caught every time, oh. you know? But we'd, you would, we'd all be doing federal time yeah. if there had been cameras. <laughs> I know same, I would be. At the same you know. time, you don't, I don't, Cameras obviously don't deter people because yeah. every day we're getting on Facebook. You see a theft here, a theft here, and people know they're on camera right. everywhere. But they're trying to protect it's, themselves. It's crazy. Even you know? when I don't know. You could be on the middle of nowhere, and there's probably a GPS right. camera right. sitting right on you. I mean, yeah, you're silly not to have. I have my house. Why oh, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you know, I, I, do. I wouldn't invest. Had them in here forever. Got to. Yeah. Yeah, our house is fully yeah. locked down with cameras too. Yeah. Yeah. I've have never. To. I've never, I've never caught anything weird though. Have you ever caught anything weird? No, I never, never have really. Yeah. And I've got dogs outside that right. let us know if anybody's even We've close. We've caught you some know? weird, but my kid runs really? with like some, some little gangster wannabes. He, you know, he wants to be a gangster rapper when he grows up. So of course, he, run, of he runs with some strange kids, but they always freak out when mom comes out saying, if "You're gonna roll by, better wave," because I got gone. you. Come yeah, on. better wait if you're a friend. Yo, fool, your mom generous. So yeah, there's still one, there's still one kid in town that's one of Owen's really good friends that is literally like, your mom is gonna kill me. And I'm like, because one time I came out saying, why aren't you waving if you're a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling by our cars. All also. Right. He still thinks I'm gonna kill him, which is very <laughs> far from. The, I don't even. I couldn't recognize the kid in a million years, so I really don't care. But that's what makes you a good mom, just because you've never actually just. What are we for? You never let him know that's not the truth. Like, that's right. Like he, right. He, there's something in his head. He's thinking yeah. she might shoot me. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. That's Got crazy. It. They better be scared because mm, I'm so OG. Mm. Oh, generous. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, generous <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much, man. I, yeah, I don't. You don't see that kind of stuff happening at all anymore, man. I've teepeed so many houses in my. It's yeah, you don't. You would see it these yeah. days, I would think, if people yeah. were. And I've had my yard teepeed years ago, yeah. you know, by well, and it was all such younger good kids. Fun. But, right. Yeah. You know, Pretty harmless. Yeah, you know, very right? harmless yeah. fun. You all ever had to clean up a teepee yard? I have had to clean up a teepee yard. I have had to clean up lit on fire poop on my front porch. Yeah. And I've done both to Seriously? people. Yeah. You betcha. I've never had the poop thing on we my front used door. To, we used to, and they, th- these guys grew up blocks from me. Like, we all used to run the neighborhood. We'd play ditch em, Ding dong ditch. Green ghost. Yes. I used to play over. What's green ghost? I think it's the opposite of like hide and seek, right? Hide and seek is everybody goes and hides, and one person tries to find them, and green ghost was always one person went and hid, and the group would go to try to to find them. And the stairwells over there at the Presbyterian Church was a great hiding spot. So that's where I, my over. first spot I'd go. Boom, you're found. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, you knew everybody's backyard and where you could run. And, right. You yeah. Know. Oh, we yeah. used to just run the neighborhood, and it was a simpler, beautiful time. Yes, it was. They don't do it anymore. No, because yeah. now now we've taught the kids that stranger danger. Somebody might pick you up. I want to tell you, nobody wants your kids. Nobody wants your kids, oh, people. That's not true. Sadly, no, that's well, not unless, true. Unless yeah. they're going to sell them on the black market for right. dirty shit. But right. nobody actually wants to take your child and raise yeah. it for Remember you. Remember the helping hand in the windows when yeah. we were kids? <laughs> yeah. You could do, they, yeah. Stop you want to buy house. these? They'd give them out to us at grade school, probably, right? For our parents were, to put in the window? That was the biggest pervs in town. Uh, oh, I right. Go, I ain't yeah. going to that helping hand. <laughs> you still got yours up. That's it. Come on, I got candy, little boy. It's like the one finger. I left on Jen's. Yeah. Line, you know. Mine's only for boys. Don't come here for help. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, 
17 and older. Yeah. Hey, boys. Helping 17. hand. <laughs> We're going to need you to bump that up a year, Jen. Okay. <laughs> she meant 18 years old and gave me one. I don't want to. Disclaimer. I don't want to turn this over to the proper authorities there, generous. You know? <laughs> I'm just teasing. I don't like them at any age. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> wow. Um, I, I'd be scared of having kids this day and age, though, man. It's... Because it's, I... It, on Facebook or online, you know, people are always saying about how we were free as kids and we played outside, but there wasn't as much danger out there. You did, you knew your whole neighborhood. You yeah, know? yeah, definitely. It was, it yeah. was nuts. No, the, the cold cyber world has definitely created a, a danger threat that, and most of these kids are stupid to it. You know, well, because why they, wouldn't you? That's be? all they yeah. know. You know, and I, I'm sure there was their own dangers back in our day, obviously too. I think now it seems, it probably is, and or seems way more widespread because of instantaneous news and instantaneous news cycle point. constant we you know we used to do prank phone point. calls oh yes. yeah and oh, yeah. We, we ended up calling one guy that actually came over across the alley from us dropped trow and masturbated for us no way yeah so there was definitely a fair share he lived at the Waikola hotel the Waikola uh-huh. What was that? It, it, it's where the Foot and Ankle Clinic is now in the Workforce yeah. Center. That building next to... Right north of the right Masonic the Lodge. Lodge. Yeah. Oh. And south so that of used to be an old creepy hotel where people yeah. lived. And we ended up calling some old man there. Yeah, his last name's a very popular name here in town. So I won't say. But you can tell me when we're done. We ended up able to con this guy to come over to my friend Jennifer uh, Lewis's across the street from my friend Jennifer Lewis's house and he literally drunk trial we sat up in her room he masturbated we're all, we're all like oh, oh my god oh my god we were way oh. too young to be making these frank phone calls so there were dangers there, there were dangers it was oh yes. <laughs> there were dangers out there watch out kids with Jenna Russ creeper oh, you're, you're 16 we, we knew ne- a year away from being we safe we never called him back <laughs> <laughs> we used to uh, when I worked at Wendy's. We used to prank call people. We pull the phone out like the because we had the uh, portable phone. While you were on the clock, no, after work, you know, saying everybody's getting high, you know, and uh, that's that was a probably, probably four months out of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Hitting it heavy at Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, of course, you know, because and you knew when it was really high because the fryer clicked back on. You could hear it. You know, saying we do it. I'm telling you, you surprise. Oh, well, why? Why are we missing uh, five cases worth of nuggets? I'm like, I'm kind of yeah. <laughs> but uh, we pulled the phone out and we started. I, I used to love to prank call people and we'd laugh our asses off, you know. Prank calls were the best. Oh, my well, God. Well, we didn't have to worry about caller ID, so it was truly a. Right. Right. Oh, you didn't know who it Star 69, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Star right. 69? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Oh, that Star 69 didn't come into effect until way later, After, though. Yeah. yeah. When I was in high school, it was there. I was pre Star 69 yeah. in high school. Well, yeah. I'm old enough, yeah, we had done how, prank how calls. How old are you? 46. It'll be 47. Okay, so maybe it was right on that cusp that I'll be 50 in just a couple of days. Yeah. But as a kid, I mean, even then, we predate caller ID in right. general. So, right. Yeah, so you could call prank calls all the time. There was, used to be even a phone number you could call, at least in Fort Morgan, it would ring back to your house. Remember that? So you could test your phone lines oh, or something right. like that. Yeah, time could, and temp. There used to be a phone number for detecting yeah. damn time and yeah. temperature, isn't that? That's yeah. too. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got to be alien for kids to know <laughs> right. that at no point in time uh, you'd answer the phone back in the day not knowing who's on the other line. Totally. You know? Hello? And it missed calls. If you weren't home, you didn't get it. I remember when answering machines came out, I right. think, you know, right. when we got our first one at least. And now we look at phone numbers and just turn our phone upside yeah, down. We totally, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Or you would drive. I don't care to know who's calling today. All right. You would drive distances without a cell phone. 
Mm-hmm. You just you would if you wrote down you walked your ass somewhere to a payphone. You yeah. know you always kept changing your pocket. See, we talked about earlier on Rick's podcast. He brings up uh, what schools he bring up Adina. Yeah, Adina Adina school, yeah. And how there was a there's stories out there and there was a community right. out there at one point in time. And you were saying when the, the baby boom baby boomers die. That all that goes away. Well, see, our generation has that stuff too. The stuff that we right, grew up with. True. That, that these these kids are like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? It seems so foreign to them. Yeah, yeah. it does. It's, yeah. it's and it's it's getting crazy. You get old enough to where you look back and it's oh, yeah. it's not that far ago in your brain. No. Yeah. But when you when you start explaining stuff to them and you're like, wow, I guess I have been on this rock for a while, quite some yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a clue. I'll never forget the first time we took Owen to a hotel room and he literally looked at the rotary dial phone and asked me what it was and I just thought. Is he an idiot or what? Yeah. And then it occurred to me, why would he know what yeah. what that is? Yeah. Why would he have any clue? Well, I remember Christine's one son, uh, stepson. He he's the middle, her middle child. And I remember the first time, and this has been a few years back, I calling somewhere from our house phone, and and actually there was a uh, busy tone, and he had no idea what the busy signal. Oh. He had no idea what that was. And, gave it to oh it's a busy signal well what's oh. that he had no clue you know oh wow and he's like just turned 30 i believe 30 31 that's nuts. But that he's old enough to he didn't recognize what a busy signal was you know? wow most kids these days probably wouldn't they well, would have no clue they're yeah, not they used to it clue. you know it's call waiting i mean it's not the busy signal is we know what it is but it's, it's very alerting sounding if you yeah. think about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I think a nuclear bomb's about to drop over there. The phone's going to blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or when you had to call someone, you were growing up, you want to call a girl or a boy or whatever, you don't probably have to talk to one of their parents to oh, answer totally. the phone. Yeah. I mean, or, or meet them. Like I remember the years of like Owen telling me he's going to go for a sleepover, and I never met these parents. I, you know, I, I don't know half of his friend's parents. Right. And right. That, yeah. for me, that was very foreign, because you're like, I'm just sending my kid off willy-nilly to. And you just assume... Well, they have kids, so I'm assuming if they kept them alive, they can keep mine right. alive for yeah. one night. <laughs> well, back in the day, though, I mean, you, your parents knew each other because they had to keep, there was no cell phone to keep track of you. So I know that's how my mom kept track of me is no. that I'd go to the Cordova's house or the Deal's house and they'd call, my mom called yeah. my mom. Have you seen them? Yeah. They're they really they, over there. Yeah. They, yeah. Just, they just left about five minutes ago. Constant track. Right huh. You can set up a GPS on them only long enough to really figure it out and just delete your... I got lost that at like 15. He's yeah. like, you don't have to keep me on GPS. So I can just delete this app. Oh. oh. <laughs> what's, his, what's his rapper name, by the way? I don't know. I told him he should be O-Nazi because he's so Aryan looking and not that proprietary. He's going to need something proprietary. <laughs> but he, on SoundCloud. But he can't use the symbol. On SoundCloud, <laughs> he goes by Insanity999. Okay. So he's got some songs out there. Well, check it out. Insanity999. Insanity999. Sanity. Insanity. Insanity. Okay, Insanity. that's what I thought. All right. Two down. You haven't disappointed yet, Mr. Stroh. I like it. Uh, do you have one in mind yet? I don't, but okay. I am so excited to hear Putting the High back in high school. All right, let's hear Putting the High back in high school. Because I fully yeah. remember Ryan back in high school. I, yeah. I, I was a little older, but... Not much. Not much. Not much. Are you, are you trying to say Mr. Stroh wasn't an angel in high school? Is that what you're trying to say? I, no, I know he wasn't an angel in high yeah. school. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this sounds like I had no supervision. Like, we're talking about his parents. <laughs> I mean, I, I did, but... Yeah. 
I was on the other side of the law. I don't often. think any of us had a whole lot of yeah. supervision back then. And like I said, yeah. I think a lot of the fun things we got kicks out of was pretty harmless. You I know, made I crime of the week in the paper twice. I wasn't out so, robbing yeah, we things or children. stealing things. I stole some tomatoes, but yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. perishables. Sure. Uh, put in high back in high school. So I graduated in 94, just like you probably. Right. Uh, this would be about 92, I guess. Um, I would have been a end of sophomore, early junior year of high school. And here at this high school, um, at the restaurant, we used to have, I worked with tons of people, you know, different waitresses and whatever and else. the restaurant was still open then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, it was yeah. It was in its last throws right around there. Uh, well, not then. I mean, my dad had gotten it back because my dad had it from 73 until... 86, 87, when he sold it after his brother, my uncle, had passed away okay. to more boxers that used to run uh, the Scotch and Steer and Brush. Oh, sure. Oh, boxers wow. took it over from 87 or whatnot until my dad got it back in 1990. Okay. So, so restaurant was going. Yeah, okay. it was going. And I was working over there cooking or whatnot, still in high school. Um, and uh, I was buying some speeder pills. Like white glasses. Black, black. Black, black beauties black or whatever beauties. they call them and yellow jackets. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were just ephedrine, <coughs> ephedrine pills, basically, like right. caffeine pills, I would guess, right, because right. one of these co-workers, waitress, used to buy them from a head shop, I think Mellow Yellow or one of those up in Fort Collins, Greeley, Freakies which was all that was around back them. then. You know, I mean, right. pot was obviously still very illegal. Right. Um, we all knew that, obviously. We all partook in whatever we did. And I was a little stoner kid, you know, I partook. Plenty right. over right. the years I had. And uh, I was buying these little speeder pills or whatnot and giving them to some friends of mine or whatever. And he had the bright idea, idea of selling them. So he would sell them 50 cents or a buck or whatever it was, a oh, pill, no. and got caught doing this at school, apparently. So I, I had no idea that he'd gotten caught. I didn't hear anything about it at school. I didn't hear anything around town. I mean, it's not like I was some big organized, you know, drug cartel by any stretch. You know, right. this kid gets caught selling them. And so the story goes that I end up, I was at work one night at the restaurant cooking. This is on a Thursday night. I'll never forget. Uh, I get a call and it's my buddy, the one that I was giving the speeder pills to. He says, hey, you got any pot? You got any grass? I said, yeah, I got a little bit or whatever. And I, I wasn't a dealer by any stretch. You know, I had to find mine like everybody sure, else did. Sure. But uh, I was a consumer, plain and simple. And I, I did have a little bit or whatever spare that I would sell, you know, or whatever give to him or whatnot. So he says, well, I'm at the, I'm at the school. I'm at my brother's wrestling match. And, and you know, have to bring it to me. And, and he is younger than me. I did have a license at the time. I thought, well, I can leave here. This is, I don't know, 7, 8 o'clock at night. We're still open. I'm a cook on duty, not the only one, but I figured I could dart over to the school, give him his little bit of bud, and, and roll back and be back to the restaurant, no problem. I used to ditch school with this kid all the time when we'd hang out. You know, I would go in in the mornings, they'd take roll at the class, and I would get up and see you Monday. Thank and you it, might, it might be Monday. I would yeah. roll right out after right. they had taken attendance and shit. I had been, right. been doing this for quite some time. I was a little stoner kid you know sure. back in the day when the kids smoked stood across the street well you can't even do that these days i mean cigarettes i'm That's talking right. i forgot you, you know stand right there yeah. on the corner across the street smoke yeah all the clicks of different kids you know how it is well i was friends with everybody you know i got high i did party did whatever um 
anyway, I would hang out with this kid during lunch hours or whenever I would ditch and we'd go cruise around. We'd go to 7-Eleven and play video games when they used to have the big upright arcade games oh, in yeah. there, you know, all Street the time. Street Fighter, baby. Hang out, you know, whatever. I still talk about that video arcade room. All the there. time, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I give him, I, he gets in the car. I pull up to the, the high school there. He comes out of the gym to get in the car and give him the pot or whatnot. And uh, he gets in. I start to leave the parking lot and he says i can't leave i can't leave my my mom's still inside we're watching my brother wrestle and i'm like well shit okay i guess you know i pull over to the side he gives me five dollars a five dollar bill i had literally probably not even enough to make a joint not even the skinniest joint you could make you know what i mean it was literally five dollars <laughs> of a little bit of grass he takes off goes back into school i take off i i thought well the hell with it i'm gonna stop by my brother's house brother-in-law's house and sister's house mcdonald's used to be across the street compared to where it is now across the street from there i swung in mcdonald's through the drive-thru i spent that five dollars on a large order of fries i think is what i bought i leave there i head to my sister's house which is just blocks away small town here a couple minutes later i'm sitting in there i'm asking my brother-in-law because his nephew had been wrestling as well uh i said how how'd jay do Oh, he did so-and-so, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He says, uh, but I ran into my friend here on his way. I'm saving names here, obviously. Call him Frank. Frank. I ran into Frank. He was running back into the school when I was walking out here, coming home. And I said, oh, that's weird. You know, I didn't comment on anything that I just met up with him or what have you. And he said, and I saw, uh, I won't say uh, the cop's name either. I'll say uh, Bob. I saw Bob chasing him. Well, we all know who the local cops are or whatnot. <clears throat> Bob's not his real name, I'll be honest right. there. I can think of and one says, cop uh, would love to get after he us. Says, uh, <laughs> he was chasing him. And I said, okay. Uh, didn't think anything of it. There's a knock on the front door at my sister's house. Oh, and it's Bob. He pushes in the door, comes in with his badge and his hand on his gun and says, I'm Lieutenant Bob. With the FMPD, you need to stand up. You're under arrest for the sale of marijuana. And I'm like, I think it was instant shock. Instant shock had to be. Right. I stand up. It takes my wallet out, everything, cuffs me up, takes me out. To, I come out the front door, and there's like five cop cars out here. And I had driven over there, and I was using my mother's car at the time. All I had in my mother's car was literally a, a pipe, and it was actually a tobacco pipe, you know, right. whatever, in the glove box, a cigarette lighter. Uh, they haul me to jail, whatnot. I get my phone call or whatever. Call my, I'm, a, I'm a minor at this point. I'm only like 17. Right. I get hauled in there. I think I called my mom. I'm still not showing back up to work at the restaurant. You know, my dad usually would come in close to closing time. He shows up, hasn't heard from me, hasn't seen me, whatnot. They ship me to Brighton, boys home that evening. Oh, no. Stay the night. Come back in the morning for my first court arraignment and whatnot chained up like I'm Charles Manson with belts and, you know, the chains and handcuffs and right. leg cuffs and all this work. Like it, you know, and it blows my mind like because today, have, you know, pot, there's probably yeah. every other kid or not every other kid, right. but you know, it, it's a common yeah. occurrence probably at the school. Sure. It's nothing. Yeah. But, uh, I find out at that very moment, somehow throughout the night, obviously my brother had found out, my dad had found out they're standing there in the courtroom as I'm being led in, uh, my brother had found out somehow that this kid, Frank, Frank, my buddy, had worn a wire 
because he had gotten caught selling these speeder pills at school, and so he was rolling over, basically, <laughs> working his way up the chain. CIA out on Frank. you. Yeah, Frank. yeah, Frank. not cool, Frank. Frank, you and, blow. Uh, and I get Literally. it, you know, in hindsight, I get it. You know, he's a young kid. We were all young, dumb kids, right. you know, so he's right. saving his own butt. Anyway, I got charged with the Class 4 felony of selling marijuana because of the drug-free zones, you know. Right. Hence the reason, like, he had already been instructed, like, I can't leave. I can't leave the school. Oh, right. They wanted then, the transaction to happen on the school, on the school uh, grounds. Yeah, back then it was, like, three times. Oh, like, yeah. Four times Minimum five years in jail or whatever. Yeah. It's not entrapment at all. I mean, you know. Now they're handing out dope to kids left and right. And just, oh, it's right. just in the form of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. yeah. Forget the weed. Yeah. Do you ever see Frank anymore? Oh, yeah. Frank's still around. And actually, he's still a good buddy of mine. You know, it's Is he still CIM for the city? I don't believe so, no. He, <laughs> he found his way into some other, need, some other trouble. We're name after the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a good friend still to this day. Yeah, yeah. I guess I see it. But uh, yeah. how long did it take to get back that friendship? Uh, a while, probably. You know, yeah. I will say it's it scared straight. You know, that old show they used to have yeah. or that program. Yeah, yeah. It, it, naturally. I mean, I been busted with that and, but, and how uh, funny that you can get busted selling over-the-counter product I like know, that you, right yeah you I can know. buy those black beauties yeah. at sable mat uh, totally exactly it's, it's like a five-hour energy now yeah you know? yeah but yeah i remember those it's uh the all the ephedrine of no dose and yeah no-dose. yeah yeah basically exactly. well, same yeah, same yeah. kind of well, stuff I caffeine black pills. Beauties. i think that was probably the first uh drug i ever purchased oh yeah back in i was in junior Did you get them from me no <laughs> No, but I got I got it from somebody we all know and love. Yeah, he's really scared of drones and really likes bumblebees. I gotcha. Yeah, so that doesn't narrow it down for me. But let him it. talk yeah. his trash about being an upstanding citizen. Uh, I was thirteen right, and right. bought him out of a high school locker. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, it's like when the uh, the bus kids of the underage drinking. And uh-huh. they make them go into liquor stores and try and... Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, see Dude, that, that's see. total entrapment. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. You bet. We've had our rounds here with that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen it. I, uh, it's kind of cool back in the day by Budweiser. Uh, I had the long route for a while. So they actually had a system going down 76 all the way from... What's that first town past Sterling? Um, where Blue's Buffalo Stop is. Creed. Proctor? Proctor? Anyway, all the way to Julesburg. If one of them got hit, they start making phone calls oh, yeah. to the next town over to warn them. That these kids are coming. Yeah, man. So Give them a heads up. Yeah. So I, I, I called ahead to Holyoke, and I told the liquor store, like, hey, this kid's coming in. I guess he's blonde. This is, the, this is what the ID says. Kid shows up when Joel and I were uh, delivering, walking around the beer stacks. And, and Joel's, uh, we're watching him. We think he's going to grab a case and run. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's, an, it's an excuse for Joel to open field, tackle this kid and hurt him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like go ahead. He's looking to kick your ass. He's, he's a sick right. And uh, he walked in, tried to buy it, and Brian goes, give an ID? No. And so he gives, he gave, he gave him the ID. They have to give the ID. And Brian took it, called the cops right away. So nice. that liquor enforcement officer came in and says, oh, you did the right thing. Good for you. I'll take the ID back. And Brian goes, no, you can get it from the cops. And I goes, tried doing that exact same thing here one time. Yeah. Oh, oh, they got pissed. That guy, oh, yeah. He goes, no, yeah. you won't give it to me. He's like, no, mm-hmm. I called the police. They're coming. You can talk to them, and you can get the ID from the. Oh, yes. man. You, I told Brian, you probably put a target on your back. Because the law allows for me or my employees, if if they accept an ID that they believe is even suspicious, even if it turns out to be a legit one, we have the right, as long as we notify the local or the, the legal 
authorities within 72 hours. I did the same thing on a sting one time and said, no, I'm, I said, go get them. I know they're outside. Go get them. Right. I had added a word or heads up that they were coming through doing them or whatnot. Right. And it's not like we're trying to sell to underage people right. by any stretch. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But there is a fine line, I think, there as far as entrapment goes. But they did. He came in and told me that if I kept that ID, that I would be interfering with an investigation. You'd find myself under all these other charges and whatnot. And it's like, here you go. Yeah. You can have it back. Yeah, but it's bogus, you know. Well, right. I can see them doing it if there was no, if they gave you a couple of chances. Like three strikes, you get to head three strikes, yeah. then yeah. that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But they come in the first yeah. time, like, you sold them a minor, yes. there's a problem. Yeah. You, know I mean? yep. you got to take a class or whatever. Right. Fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, it's never been a problem to acquire any of it, regardless. Exactly. Yeah, All of know. us did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they can't put a stop age. to it, no yeah. matter how hard they try. <laughs> Well, that's an intense story, right? Yeah, no. I uh, never heard anything about that. So, what do you what do you think? Oh my god, I'm. I think I'm for the first time. I'm truly stumped. Are you really? I am. I don't even have a clear cut idea. You don't have a lot of tells, Ryan. I'll give you no. That. You don't have a lot of tells. Yeah. Um, I have kind of a one in mind. So we'll see. A little bit of one in mind. So, um, yeah. So what we do now uh, is we uh, rock, paper, scissors to see who has to pick first, right? Loser picks first. How do you rock, paper, scissors? I have to say I've watched tons of these episodes, and that's obviously a very popular method of deciding things. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not a big rock, paper, scissors fan or person that I've ever done it a lot in general. What's but your decider game? I would say the, the four. I know that's against your way, oh. but it's a bam, 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 shoot. Oh, you're, okay. going, you're going with Dencia. It is the four pumper. Yeah. She's the four pumper, too, yeah. 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 I think Adam is, the too. Four, Dencia, yeah. the four pumper. The four pumper. I wonder how she'd feel about being regarded to as that. You know what? She's proud of it. She's proud of it. She's <laughs> Right. She's discussing on a part of her little four pumping cult. I myself on four pumpers. <laughs> All right. Four. All right. We're going to do three pumps, though, because that's what you and I are. That's right. Are three pumpers. Are you ready? Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, why? I am kicking your ass this, this Jennifer. I'm a rock, paper, scissor loser. You know what? Since you joined me today and you came to co-host, I'll go first. Is that fair? You bet. You bet. Okay. Um, I, I, once again, this is a... This is a I'm a little stumped, so I'm going to take a, a shot in the dark here. But I think the uh, putting the high back in high school, I think that might be true. That's a pretty intense story to, to make up, uh, even part of it. So I think that's true. Uh, Peepin and Tomas, I think you might be a little pervert, so I'm going to go with that one being true too. Right? I don't know if shading was so popular back then. That's uh, a questionable yeah, thing. Yeah. This was the 90s. Yeah, so. I mean, maybe she was It was just getting started. Maybe she's progressive, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, for some reason, and it breaks my heart into a million pieces to pick this one. But the granny's got the goods on Pam and Tommy for some reason sticking out. I, I'd, be, I'd never be so happy to be wrong in my life. I hope that's a true story, but I, somehow I don't think it is. I don't. That'd be hard to look your grandma in the eye after she sees some kind of poor. You know, at least she's she gets, eighty-five. Man. Yeah, she's got loving eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I could have been weird porn grandma. There was no animals. There's no horse in the porn. So be thankful for that. I'm not. I'm not a degenerate. So I am going to go with Grandma's got the goods on Pam and Tommy. Okay, sounds wonderful. See, and I'm thinking about the reaction of all them elderly ladies uh, to Tommy's giant cock. Like, I'd be seriously disheartened if all these 80-year-old women are sitting around going, wow, that's the biggest one I've ever seen in my life, yeah. because what does that leave for me for the next 30 years? Yeah. 30 more years of disappointment. Did, did you watch the video? <laughs> did you watch the video? I did, and, and I gotta say... Tommy is a giant dick and has a giant dick. And like I said, that's very counterproductive. You can't have both. You, you 
nobody nobody wants both. Well, you can because he does. So good he man. does, and I bet you he's single today. <laughs> maybe just so, saying. Maybe, maybe right so. now. Maybe so. <laughs> Plus, there's so much lift. It just it, it just doesn't work. Okay, okay Professor. We we get the we get the <laughs> dynamics. <of> it, okay. <laughs> Experience generous over here. So I I also agree that it would not surprise me at all that some little punk went CI for selling some black beauties in high school back in the day. And no doubt that you guys were pervs and probably peeping in people's windows and dying to know who the brother and brother were. Uh, So I also am going to agree with Lawrence. I don't believe that a bunch of old people were sitting around Valley View watching porn together. I think they would have put a kibosh on that, even though I'd like to say they should have the right to. I think that somebody probably went, no, this is inappropriate. So I'm also going to go with Granny's Got the Goods on Pam and we're, Tommy. We're going to team up on this one. We are teaming up on our story. Oh, my gosh. Let us be right. <laughs> Ryan, let's see it, buddy. Dun, da, da, da. Good. Granny's yeah, got the goods. we did it! You know what? I'm going to high-five you just out of respect, but I'm a little disappointed that it's not true. <laughs> I know. It uh, is the, truly the, sad. the part that isn't true is that my the videos actually did get mailed forwarded to my grandmother at the old folks home at the old folks home the adam and eve box right and whether they opened them or whatnot i don't recall right they definitely did not broadcast it amongst the old (laughs) folks and was the pan and tommy video actually in the adam and eve catalog yes yes it was that's where i recall i think and you need to watch the new series after watching that the way they had to get it out into the world was pretty incredible back then it wasn't just put into a video clearinghouse because it had been yeah. stolen. That, that's how I recall getting so it. So for I it to get so yeah. big, yeah, in the yeah totally. I mean, that's well, especially big. having been stolen. I mean, how would they even right. get away with such? a Well, thing? it eventually but got taken over by like a porn uh, mogul. Is that what it was? Yeah, and maybe that's, and that's how I got the copy. How it ended up. Look, dude's trying to get in over here. I need some beer. Oh, <laughs> well, he's got an hour. He's got a while. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. He forgot about daylight savings time. Well, Maybe. Ryan, I gotta tell you, the other Stroh brother totally stumped us, and we got you. So. I guess I made up for it. Huh? Uh, and it's the first time we've actually guessed the right one together. This is the first so. time you've guessed one at all. This is the first time I've guessed one at oh, all. Bless good you. Job. High five. Although it was a great story, and it, it was. It was kind of a shot in the dark for me because they were all pretty. I, I didn't want to pick that one because I'm yeah. like, God, let that be true. I know, and what a great way for the elderly to be right, able to yeah. enjoy. They're golden years, literally. I, I do just remember my dad going, you got some mail over at your grandma. <laughs> so like, angry. Okay, what is it? I had forgotten I'd ordered them probably. So or what? I was like, oh, God. It's a good thing they didn't watch that, hopefully. <laughs> right, Any right. of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, And it was actually VHS. You know, it was before, I think, even DVD, maybe, right. or whatnot. My grandmother so. used to get super upset with me because every year for my birthday, my grandfather would get me a subscription to Sports Illustrated. Oh, huh? Well, the swimsuit issue would come up with my grandmother's side. She called my mother's like, Lawrence is getting dirty <laughs> magazines. So mom's like, just let him have it. We're hoping it's going to work. So just let him have it. We're hoping it's going to work. <laughs> she, he should like it. If he doesn't, you know, whatever. But uh, uh, yeah, but she was like, that was just swimsuits. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So if, if Super was, dirty. Grandma, if, you should see the other ones that are out there. <laughs> yeah. If porn would have showed up with Grandma Lundstrom, she was like four foot three inches tall, but mean as shit you know what i mean like yeah. she had crawled up my back punching me the whole time you know what I mean? so think of the nostalgia <laughs> of the magazine like the sticky pages now i can just be wiped off the screen you know <laughs> we used to do all these podcasts at the sand Seaver and brush and they were modeling it they're they're right. 
they pulled off this wall and they found a bunch of old candy wrappers from like back in the 50s, I think. So I, oh, didn't, really? I didn't even recognize some of the wrappers. Oh, it was that's pretty cool. Just wrappers. Yeah, but they also found porn in there. Really? Porn from back then. But it was like, hey, fella, she's Puerto Rican, but still, I mean, it was like. <laughs> wow. It was, but she, she was showing a little leg. I mean, Ooh. it was nothing. How dude. Yeah, there was, there was no Maybe genitalia. Maybe a hint of giant bush. Yeah, uh, right. No genitalia, but Teresa Lake had taken it. And she, I, she's. It was cool to see well, somebody was up there watching it, like you yeah. know, watching it. That was uh, super taboo back then. Yeah, so think course, about it. Yeah. I mean, now it's so mainstream that we're all just like, yeah, oh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, they were going to a dark theater to go enjoy their porn because they couldn't do it at home. Pee Wee Herman it out back yeah, right. in the day. It was literally like the Sears catalog at this point. You know, it's yeah. it's nothing. You would, so obsolete. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back then it was like, oh, I'm sure. Well, think of the lies you'd have to tell your wife totally. to get out of the house to go. <laughs> right. You know, down to the. But that's where they got all their news and stuff, right? I mean, newsreels right. or whatever. Right. Sure. Right. Vaudeville, even back in those days, and you say right. I think it right. used to exist even then, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes me think of Fight Club, where Brad Pitt talks about how he superimposes dicks into kids' movies, <laughs> and then it pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Which they've been accused of, right? Disney and some of them. Sure. Yeah. Do you watch those videos of Disney? What's that? Uh, where they show what they put on the. Oh yeah. Some uh, of those things. I mean, it's, it's like whoa. I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but I mean, it's pretty hard to think it's not. Some disgruntled employee there at Disney drawing in a big schlong in the background you of the scene of. Yeah. I could have been a disgruntled. I would have had so much fun with that. Maybe two stone guys just laughing around. Totally. Ass, thinking it's funny. Yeah. Maybe it's not even the. Every like cave would have evil. been very tall and thin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, Ryan, man, thank you so much. Before we go, like Thanks I said, we're going to put all the uh, links to the, the catering service and the club tab. Come down and check it out down here. We're going to take a little B-roll. I'm going to throw it on there to kind of see. Because you've done a lot of remodeling here. Christina was telling me last night, like, you took the ceiling up. You took all the, the floating ceiling out. And it just it yeah. looks... It looks amazing in here. Well, it, thank you. It looks like a neighborhood bar, which I really, I really dig. I really I like that, that that look when yeah. you come in. It's just a after we have is kind of the silver lining to the COVID, you know, with the shutdown, right? Kind of in the dark, and we started doing little things and decided to give it a little facelift there without gaining one square inch of square footage, but right. it changed the total appearance of the place. Definitely, but it's a cool bar. Like people are coming back to town for reunions, whatever to come yeah. stop it yeah. and check it out because it, yeah. it it does have that old. That old, uh, that, yeah. that, it's that neighborhood It's nostalgia. Bar. I mean, yeah. we all, yeah, we've all spent a considerable amount of time uh, in here, you know. We got too much. Yes. <laughs> all of us. That's all of us. Yeah, it's all of us. So <laughs> it was fun. Ryan, thank you so much for thank coming you guys. On, Thank you. Appreciate you. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Jenny Ned. Catch you next time. Peace.